Hello and welcome to Rusty Junk, where this time we look at the 1985 film The Sure Thing, starring whoa, John Cusack, Daphne Zuniga, Anthony Edwards, Tim Robbins, John Putch, Steve Pitt. Oh, there's loads. You're going to love this. Here's the trailer. Every man has a fantasy. You want it. I want it. You know I want it. Please. But this one's too good to be true. It's a sure thing, Gib. A sure thing. From director Rob Reiner. How would you like to have a sexual encounter so intense it could conceivably change your political views? Comes the sure thing on special edition DVD. The sure thing. The sure thing. Sure thing. My whole life I never had a sure thing. Packed with new special features. Including cast and crew interviews. I'm Gary Cooper, but not the Gary Cooper that's dead. <laughs> and much more. Take good care of yourself. You belong to me. Come on, everybody. The Sure Thing is intelligent and charming. Funny raves the Hollywood reporter. Did it hurt you? No. Take home the movie LA Weekly calls the greatest film ever made. The Sure Thing. Own it today on special edition DVD. Honey, what's the matter? You're not singing. I'm not gonna sing if they're not gonna join in. Well, come on, no, honey. honey. They're ruining it for everyone. I think this is the first time we've watched two trailers because I, I, do, I do all the prep. Seriously, I do try and look after everyone here. I do try and make sure that I've got all my ducks in a row. I've done my trivia time. I've done the roll call. The one thing I didn't think of is, well, I remember the trailer for the short thing. I remember it, you know, being like, like funny. What I don't remember is it, it having the entire film and lasting 50 minutes. Yeah, it was mega long. So we watched that one and we went, well, I can't well, be the real one. Well, we always try and recommend that you uh, that you watch the film beforehand. In this case, That's if you put house. the trailer there, you probably would have done. <laughs> you would have seen quite a lot of the gags in there. So the trailer that you just heard, I can only apologise for because it's the special edition DVD, which after watching that, I now want. So because it's got bonuses, it's got extras. Um, you're, you're such a marketer's dream, darling. Well, I did well, like I did like the fact that one of the quotes was from Blockbuster Entertainment Limited. Well, of course, Blockbuster. Mate, rest in peace. Woohoo! Blockbuster, love Blockbuster. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, speaking of that, I bought the Alien Covenant four um, uh, K. Uh, I know we're going off slightly off point, but I bought Already? that simply because I wanted the, the the extras, and I couldn't find them anywhere. I couldn't even find them dumped on YouTube. I couldn't find them on, you know, more illicit places. I couldn't find it anywhere. And I thought, I need to watch these. Um, but, yeah, because James Frank, James Franco's in Alien Resurrection, but he gets killed in the first two minutes. But you get his backstory, and I'm like, I want to see that. Anyway, special edition DVDs, 4Ks, let's not talk about that. Let's get to the film. Let's, I, I am, after the disaster that was last time with Back to School and me getting it, 
horribly, horribly wrong. Well, I'm glad you admit that. No, 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 making it horribly wrong, thinking that you'd like it. Mm. Um, so we're now in the position where... <sighs> Give me the mark out of ten. You sure? Yeah. Can I write, it, I, I write it down on a piece of paper? I write it down on a piece of paper. I can't, paper. because no, okay, right. you can't show I've it on the screen. I've got it in my head. I've got it in my head, then. Well, how's that going to work? Well, I'm not going to lie. I'll tell, you, <laughs> I'll tell you what's in my head. Oh, God. You, you just amaze me sometimes, darling. Thank you, sweetheart. Right, I give it a seven. <gasps> I, no. had six, I had six. I was a bit shocked as well. Wow. Wow. All those people that went, she's going to hate all of these films that you've got lined up. Well, you know. I, no, I thought this was a good film. It wasn't very long, yeah. which that, that's not a problem. Um, uh, but I thought it was very well put together. I, 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 was a bit, I was a bit concerned because like a lot of the films about them trying to get over to LA, isn't it? Yeah, it's a road trip. Yeah. 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 So I was thinking, is he actually ever going to meet the sure thing, mm. the girl, um, well, or not? Did you? Did you? I mean, we'll go into the story in a moment. But did you think that that he he wouldn't meet her? Did you? Did you guess what was going to happen? Um, Kind of, yeah. Right. I did right. wonder whether they would actually make it to LA or not. Okay, all right. But, um, they did. I suppose they had to, really, didn't they? But I liked, okay. I liked the ending. I liked not not the, the proper end clip ending. That was a bit cheesy. But um, in the um, class, classroom, when he's the lecturer's reading out the story, no, the lecturer, the lecturer. Yes. She's amazing. She is. I'd yes. love a lecturer like that when I was at like uni. Well, She's we, amazing. We will get to her. We will get to her. But yeah. Um, wow. Seven. Well, see, I don't think I'll get shouted at as much as I got last, last time where I gave it an eight. Yeah. But it's so an what's eight. your score then? It's an eight. It's an eight? Yeah, it's an eight. You can't put, uh, sorry, you can't put the last film on the same par as this. Uh, what is wrong with you? Just, just have, just have. So yeah. Well, your your gauge. I can have a, I would love a back to school sure thing double bill. That'd be oh cool. good lord! Yeah, I'd watch the sure thing again. <laughs> you sure you wouldn't like to go? I'd like to tame your shrew. <laughs> no. Anyway, no, you, you must you must know that that makes me cringe. And I've, right. I've recounted that for you and said that's just one of the most disgusting <laughs> comments I've probably ever heard in a film, especially by, oh, just, oh, it's just oh, wrong. It's, it's wrong on so many counts. This work on marine biology. Anyway, Not right. It. So, um, okay, well, I, yeah, I mean, from a, from a, this film taught me how to shotgun a beer, and we will get to that. And after that, I just thought it was the best thing in the world and the coolest thing to bring out whenever I had parties or something like that. It's going, we need to shotgun beers. Because when I got to um, college, and I wasn't in public school anymore, which I hated, it's another story, listen to the Breakfast Club podcast, it'll tell you everything. But 
Um, so yeah, we've covered that already. We've covered thanks. that. I, I, I just I felt this film had so many lines and so many good things in it, and you know the the lines are well done. As you said, I think the direction is is perfect. Mm. We will get to him, but I mean I can't not mention I can't not mention this is Rob Reiner's film, oh. and this is Rob Reiner. So the guy that directed before this, he directed uh, This Is Final Tap. Um, how 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 much? Uh, what does the amp go to? Eleven. Um, <laughs> uh, but he also directed after this, straight after this, he directed Stand By Me. Uh, uh, then he did The Prince's Bride. In fact, let's do it now. Then he did The Prince's Bride. Then he did Misery. Then he did A Few Good Men. But he also did When Harry Met Sally. And if you don't think that this film is a warm up. Is a is a warm up to when Harry met Sally. Then it's almost like you remember when we discussed John Hughes and John Hughes said he went and made some kind of wonderful to wipe the wrongs of Pretty in Pink. It almost feels yeah yeah <laughs> yes yeah, which you didn't need to do really no no because Pretty in Pink's perfect um, but it's almost like in this one if you if you thought that he he would have got anything wrong then he's put it right in when Harry met Sally but. I don't really like When Harry Met Sally. I'd rather watch this ten times <laughs> than Harry Met Sally once. I thought that had been right up your street. No, no, I don't like her. Billy Crystal. <laughs> Billy Crystal's a genius. I don't like McRae. She oh, did kind of fizzle out, really, didn't she? She, she? Yeah. She didn't do that many diverse roles at all. Oh, God, I'll have what she's having. Oh, God, it's awful. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Anyway, it's 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 part of the eighties history. I can't be doing an eighties podcast and dismiss it so much. Um, I can't not like that and Dirty Dancing, or or maybe I can. Um, anyway, right, hang on. These black flies around my head. I, yeah. I'm just going to see because I've just realised it's getting dark, and I'm wondering whether if I put my light on. <laughs> okay, try putting your light. Oh, okay. See, so, what do you think? I was about to say, listeners, what do you think, listeners? Look oh, at that. Look at that. Perfect. No flies on me. Well, if I didn't know her better, I'd say that that was planned, just to say that line. <laughs> no, I wasn't, I can assure you. See, am I coming across okay? Because it looks like there's a bit of delay. When well, I move that's just you, darling. Does it come across all right? Does it look okay? Yeah, it looks all right. I think it's just Zoom, isn't it? All right, okay. Just Zoom doing its zoomy thing. Zoomy, zoomy, yeah. Right, so... You do look a bit fuzzy. Have you got enough lights on? I don't know. I've got this I've got this thing that you bought me. Oh, whoa. That better? That's a bit better. <laughs> In the end, you'll be sitting here with candles. <laughs> going, going, if, if I hold it just here, then, then it works. Then we'll do horror. That'd be great. Um, torches, torches suspended on strings. <laughs> Don't rule anything out. It's always oh, a good, good idea you. to have candles in the house, you know, just in case. Anyway, right. You always need four. Four candles. Four with four handles for forks. Four candles. Uh-huh. <laughs> Got the O's. Anyway, right. Oh, our American friends—they won't. 
necessarily know where that comes um, from. Do you know what? Joe will get that because he, he's no, a fan of the team. It's not Ronnie. just Joe. <laughs> we have got more than one American I'm, friend. I'm not listens. sure, actually. Do we? Who, <laughs> who else is in the States? Does Jack listen? Joe, you need to Well, anyone that isn't anyone that isn't from the UK, potentially. Well, anyone that isn't from the UK and hasn't stayed at the UK and the two Ronnies has been on the TV and you haven't seen the four candles sketch, go and Google it because it's very good. It's great. Anyway, um, should we go should we go to roll call? Yeah, go on then. Let's do roll call. Here we go. Roll call. So roll call. Let's have a little game. Oh. Yes. What kind of game? It's it's a game we all know and love, and people oh. haven't really seen it on the screen. Oh, no, it's not for well, The thing about it is, okay, so the, game, the game is Little Does She Know. For those people that are just listening because they thought you're absolutely awful on audio, but I love seeing your lovely faces on on. On YouTube. Don't think they're ever going to say that, though. I, I, I'm hoping somebody may say that about me, but who knows? Who knows? Anyway, um, we play this game, Little Does She Know, where I gave her, I, I give men uh, famous people. I mean, we're not talking Chuck Norris. You know, give me three films by Chuck Norris. Don't even know who that is. Uh, right, so we've just lost three out of the five US listeners because <laughs> they're, they're, if you don't know who Chuck Norris is, Right, well, we'll rectify that. In fact, we'll have to do a Chuck Norris film now as penance. Anyway, that's oh, fine. Okay. At some point in the future. Okay, all right, come on then, get on with it. Ten seconds. Three films. Okay, 15 seconds. Uh, bearing in mind, we've already covered two. Um, three films with John Cusack in. Go. Sure thing. Oh, dear me. Which you can't have. But, okay, go on. The radio. Obviously, that's such an imprint on you when in season I can't two. remember what they're called. Say anything. That's the one. Yeah. Uh, no idea what about the others. And stand by. Let's go stand by me. You know, let's go. The brother in stand by me. The brother that died. Oh. Yes. Oh, was that him? That oh, was it him. was, wasn't it? Yeah, yes. It was. yes. 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 I, I might get sound effect for people and of a penny <laughs> dropping. Yeah. Right, come on then. Roll call. What other films was he oh, in? Crikey, John Cusack, Gross Point Blank, High Fidelity. Oh yeah, of course he was. Yeah, High Fidelity. He's fantastic in High Fidelity. Uh he's in Sixteen Candles. Uh he's in Oh no, no, he's in Better Off Dead, which we're covering this so you've got two more John Cusack films to come this season. Uh he's in One Crazy Summer with Demi Moore. Uh he's just brilliant. Better off dead. I cannot wait to do because it's so good. It's so good. Um, there's loads, and we have covered John Cusack before. Conair, just Conair, just picks up. Uh, the love interest is called Daphne Zuniga. She won't know anything she's been in. The dark, the dark hair or the blonde hair? Oh no, blonde hair is Nicolette Sheridan. Uh, the dark haired one, the pretty, prim, uptight. Okay. Girl that hasn't. Plays Allison. That's right. Um, so she was in The Fly 2 uh, with Eric Stoltz. Mm-hmm. Eric Stoltz, yes. Yep. Just when you thought that I wouldn't be mentioning oh, Eric Stoltz this season. Eric Stoltz was in The Fly 2. She was also in Spaceballs, which is great. Um, Mel Brooks' parody of Star Wars. I haven't seen it, sorry. Okay, got John Candy in it, very good. 
Um, and she was also a regular, but I never watched it in One Tree Hill. No, I haven't seen no, that either. I haven't seen it, no. Uh, do, do you want to have a go at the next one? Anthony Edwards played, played his best friend. The one that goes, I'm talking to you cordless. He's not in Top Gun, is he? Uh, of course he is. Is he? Does he play, the, he play um, the chap that dies? Oh, spoiler alert for people who haven't watched Top Gun. Yes, he plays Goose. He plays the guy that dies. I knew I'd seen him somewhere. The Maverick and Goose. Yeah. Maverick and Goose. Oh, clever me. Yes. Well, he was in other films, but yes. <laughs> uh, but he probably, if you put a picture, I, I think if you put a picture of Anthony Edwards on the, on the screen and you ask people to think what he's been in, they'll either say he's Goose and Top Gun or he's Dr. Green in ER. It's one, it's one, the Dr. Green, I think he played a great part in that. Uh, fortunately, he was up against people like George Clooney um, and Eric, um, Eric Noah. Um, Anthony Edwards was in Revenge of the Nerds, great film. Fast Times at Ridgemont High, great film for Sean Penn. Uh, he was Goose in Top Gun. Uh, he was in a film called How I Got Into College, which I guess we'll do in season 14. Don't worry, it is on the list but way in the future. Uh, Dr. Green in ER. He's also been starring in Designated Survivor, which is where Kiefer Sutherland has to take over because he's the only one left. So he's Oh, I've that. heard of that, yeah. Yeah, but I stopped watching in the middle of season two because it just got a bit samey, but apparently he's in it. Um, so it might be worth going watching again because I do, I do like him. The one uh, film I would uh, say to check out is a film called Miracle Mile that he's in. Uh, that's going to be my... Uh, recommendation of the time. I don't know. We need to get a jingle for that or something. We need to have a standout film that I think you need to watch. Miracle Mile. Uh, he's meeting up a date um, and while he's waiting for the diner, takes a call um, and it's from an airman saying the, the Russians have launched. I think he's phoning his dad to tell his dad how much he loves him. And Anthony Edwards goes, you've got 59 minutes. Click, puts the receiver back. You've got 59 minutes in the film to find out whether or not the airman's telling the truth. And it's what happens when he starts spreading this. It's so good. It's so good. Honestly, it's worth a watch. Um, would you like to go for Tim Robbins? Tim Robbins? Who played Gary Cooper, but not the dead one. Uh, he's in Tim... it for what? Three minutes? And he's brilliant in all three of those three or four minutes. I recognised him and I okay. recognised the name. Okay. I can't really remember any films that he was in. <sighs> well, Tim Robbins was also in Top Gun. He played Merlin. So that's was he? Yeah. Hmm. Yes, he was. Uh, he's also in, oh, and I can't wait. Howard the Duck. Yes. <laughs> every, every single time I mention it, I can't wait for the look on your face. And it's going to be amazing. <sighs> I know, I know. Yes. At some point, you're going to put me through that, aren't you? I'm going to have to, sweetheart. It's one of the... You've talked to so many people. You have to wait until it arrives in July. I know, but... She's not seen it. She's going to get to see it. And I'm like, oh, I'm not quite sure if I should be excited about it or not. Well, you're going to have to wait because... Judging uh, from your quality of scoring so far. Mm. Right. Hmm. I'm going to try sure. see if I can get the. Uh, oh, that's the. Trying to get rid of the. 
the flies around my... <laughs> I've given you the flies. <laughs> yeah, you pass them over. Have you got yeah, the main don't... light on? No. Why not? Well, should I have done that? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that's part of it. Hang fire, wait a minute. Flies. That oh, look at that. Wow. There no flies go. on you. Oh, the focus though. There yeah, we there go. you go. Oh, that's better. Sorted. Smiles better. Right, anyway, Tim Robbins. Uh, you'll have to wait for Howard the Duck, by the way, because it's coming um, on 4K in July, so I've ordered it. Oh, whoopee. Yeah. Uh, I'm so excited. Tim Robbins was in Bull Durham with Kevin Costner. He was also in The Player. I think I've recommended Bob Roberts so many times. I, I can't, can't you know, say that you need to go and watch Bob Roberts. Mystic River, of course, he was the guy that's got um, falsely accused um, by Sean Penn. Oh, I don't remember him being in that. Uh, he was also with John Cusack in a film called Tapeheads, which they made three years after this, about music producers. He also starred again with John Cusack in High Fidelity, where he played the boyfriend of the girl that, that, that dumps John Cusack at the start. That's great. Uh, Arlington Road is in a new series called Castle Rock, which I haven't watched. Brilliant. Uh, Viveka Lindors. Who? Viveka Lindfors. She played the professor. I can't find anything else that she's really in. Oh, the lecturer. Yeah. Um, I think she's good. Go and dance in the rain. Make love in a hammock. <laughs> yeah, not sure that's good advice. <laughs> she passed away in 1995. So, okay. so yeah, um, I couldn't really find anything else she's been in. And I just thought, when you compare, I, 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 I remembered all the things that she was going to say. And I suddenly realised that, and not in the same sort of, you know, you have your favourite teachers and things like that. Mm. I think you have your favourite screen teachers. And I just thought that she was great. She was brilliant. Not like the, um, the history teacher in Back to School. Um, yeah, so he was a bit mental. Just to finish finish them off, uh, Steve Pink. Steve Pink just is credited as football player. Okay. But he ended up going on to be a director. And I don't know how we get this in in every podcast. He directed Hot Tub Time Machine. Say it. Hot Tub Time Machine. Hot Tub Time Machine 1 and 2. Oh. Oh, he ended up becoming a a director. And obviously, John Cusack's in both of those. Oh, no, he's only in one. He's only in the first one. Anyway. So, uh, lastly, we get to John Putch. And there's a reason why I'm leaving into the last face. It's because he plays his mate that he plays football with. You know when they're going two on two? And he's trying to impress. Yeah. His roommate? No, not him. Oh. No, the guy he plays football out on the lawn with him is chatting to. Blink and you miss him. I'm surprised. I look at that and I go, that's Sean Brody from Jaws 3. Um, And I'm just like, there you go. And he'd made that two years years before. So there we go. Tell you what, it's like, you're like a little film compendium, aren't you? Like, well, I hope so, because otherwise it's this like, would be a short you know, podcast. Six degrees of separation, yeah. that that kind of theory. You do that with these films. Well, yeah, because then you can jump from Jaws 3 to quite a lot of things. Yeah, you, you kind of link the connections together and it all comes back around to Jaws. <laughs> Jaws 3, I can jump straight to Lock, Stock, Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels. Oh, good Lord. Right. 
because it's got uh, P.H. Moriarty, who plays Simon McCorkendale's assistant, is the bad guy that nicks the money and lots of spoken, two spoken barrels. There you go. Okay. Play this all day. That's fine. If, you, if, if, if people write in, if they want a special edition of me just talking like this for an hour, I'm happy to. That's not a problem. I look a bit weird, and I've, I've had to have a suggestion. I can't just sit here and go, well, I've come up with um, Howard the Duck. Although you can get to Back to the Future really easily. Oh, anyway. Um, so, right. Let's start, shall we? we we're I love starting, you. You're such a nerd. Thanks. Thanks, darling. Anyway, love the opening to this. Embassy Pictures. I had that their logo and I went, oh, I can't remember the last time I saw Embassy Pictures. No, oh, I, I love I love film studio logos. Mm. I love the Universal one simply because of Jaws. And when that changed into the bright light and it coming around the globe, oh, I love that. And, oh, just, yeah, love things like that. So that is really a geek where he likes that sort of thing. But, yeah, we've got a strong opening, a girl tanning up. Oh, this, this girl. Bit... Yeah, this girl. Yeah, she was tanning herself up, so, yeah. Well, she wasn't tanning herself up. She was oiling herself up. Yes, well, so, I'm sure, right, now this is the... The stuff I, I look at. The sun, the shadow that she was casting <laughs> while she was doing this would have meant it was actually early evening. So technically, did she really need to put that much oil on as some protection? Okay. But as a 13-year-old boy watching this, I would say yes, she did need to at any time of the day. Yes. So... <laughs> Who did her back, though? Oh. <laughs> you know when they, they, they have that thing whereby you put a sentence into Google and, it, and, you, and you basically try to fool the search engine to give you no results because it actually doesn't exist. Those words have never been put into anything and don't appear in anything. And Google's AI goes, I give up. Um, who ordered the back of Nicolette Sheridan in The Sure Thing when it was completely unnecessary because it was in the evening? might be one of those things i would think but anyway who knows let's let's hey try it try it at home we're going to try it afterwards it's going to be great in fact it's probably we're going to do it after we've uploaded this video google's ai is going to go oh this this goon on this podcast show he talked about it and i'll get my own hit um so strong opening with that we've got huey lewis heart of rock and roll and we are introduced to gib gib Chats up by saying, um, consider the stars. The other said, yeah, and, and he uses astronomy as his pickup line. Um, and it's pretty dreadful. <laughs> he really is. He does all of this and ends up with, how would you like a sexual experience? So, you know, so powerful, it can conceivably change your political views. And like, the girl goes, hmm. And then this meathead comes up and goes, oh, would you like to dance? He goes, she goes, yeah, sure, thanks. <laughs> you just think, yeah, you're trying too hard, friend. You're trying too hard. But meanwhile, Lance, his best friend, who was also at the party, who has this annoying thing, and I don't say that much in the film, Private Gibson, Private Gib, Private Gibson incoming, and chucks him a beer. Um, that's the last thing that you do with a beer. <laughs> just give it to me, don't chuck it to me. Great. Well, I can't open it for five minutes. Well, that's that's a lot of use. Um, he says, I'm going to California. 
Gibbs says, well, I'm going to New England. I'm going to college in New England. Um, and then they separate. Then, then, then these, you know, they both go to the respective colleges. It starts with Gibb writing to him and going, oh, yeah, you know, it's all good here and all this. And, and you see that it's not really for him. But he's fitting in and it's okay. And then he just went, actually, all of that was, was rubbish. I'm floundering in a sea of total despair. And he's like, yeah, it's, it's just not getting it. His roommate is this huge fat guy, but he's getting all the girls. And they have this, and he basically eats all of his food outside because the, the guys put the, the sign on. It's basically, you can't come in. And it should be him getting it. Um, but then it cuts to his teacher. Um, and so it cuts to the, the lecturer. And she's great. Mm-hmm. As we as we pointed out, I mean, what was your impression when you first saw her? I, was that her normal accent, by the way? Yes, yes. And where is she actually from then? Oh, you're you're basically showing me up for not finding out where she's oh. from. But yeah, sorry, I don't know everything about everything. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, I thought she was she played an excellent role and. Okay. She um, she 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 brought kind of like the the scene to life because she was talking about enjoying life and you know um, just having experiences. It's not about what you have or what you don't have. It's about yeah. what you do um, and to enjoy life. Yeah, um, absolutely. She has a passion for it. When she's talking about things, it's just, it's coming from the heart. Yeah. Could you see some, and I'm sorry to bring it up, but it's only because we've only done two films this, this season. Can you see any sort of correlation between her and the professor, Sally Callerman, in Back to School? No. Because when, when she starts talking, she's she's reading poetry from the heart. You can't see any... No. Oh, that's a bit of a shame. Oh, I thought I'd get something. I thought I'd end up getting something out of you. No. Nope. Yes, really bad. Entirely different. So she starts talking about and you know saying you know starts asking the the you know the the class and starts asking questions, and you're introduced to stuck up Alison and she is stuck up at the start. She said, um, "Well, I once I once fell asleep in Elvis's bedroom in, when I went in, when I was touring Graceland, and she thinks that's like the pinnacle of all the best things to have done." No, she didn't fall asleep. She fainted. I thought she fell asleep. No, she fainted. That's even worse. Anyway, Gib is besotted with this girl and wants to, he's playing football outside. Uh, one of the girls, went, what do you think about Gib? Mm, uh, yeah, you know. Anyway, she goes swimming. He decides that he's going to try and chat her up. And the way he's going to do that is he's going to say, can you help me with my extra, you know, my ho- homework, stuff that I need to do. So she's swimming in the pool, he's following her, and basically does this cool, good little speech, which is like, you know, if you don't help me, I'll then have to drop out, and then I'll go home, and I'll probably get a six-month grace period, and then... Yeah, so his life history doesn't mean, and it ends up to like his death, and he's like, but, you know, this was thing that can change all that, and that's you if you help me. Yeah. And then he, he falls into the pool to try and press her, but he's in the shallow end, so he basically stands, she stands up. Him. She swims around him. I love that. That's so good. Um, <laughs> she, 
she comes she comes out he's waiting for her she comes out she's all dry he's all still wet i mean he doesn't look like he's dried up at yeah. all but then she says oh when can you help she said oh she's looking in her file facts yay faxes. <laughs> do you remember them yep 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 you see um, i didn't have a proper one of those i couldn't afford one of those i had the wh smith special oh that plastic awful plastic thing well i had one you could buy like the knockoff kind of inserts for it like i really love stationery yeah and pens and and booklets and things and um, That's why and file faxes were you know? just like, oh my god, I've got to have one of those. I had nothing to put in it, nothing, nothing to put in it. Like the other, it was only about like. But see, already, 30, already, you've missed I didn't it. have a social life. But here's your file facts. Here's your file facts, and here's your pen. So you're walking from one end of the, the you're walking from one end of the lounge to the other, and go, oh, that film looks really good. Maybe I need to watch that. Oh, maybe that film looks good. Maybe I need to watch that. And do you know what? You would have been. I'd have ended up like you. Oh, <laughs> and that's that's the thing. See, that's that's the eventual no, I, end. I had some mates that I went out with. So did I. Mm. Who do you think I talked to about these films? Have you ever shotgunned a beer, by the way? No. Right. Well, there you go. Then. Thank you. Rest my face. <laughs> Fine. Um, anyway, have you, so have, you ever seems... snort, have you ever snorted vodka? Yes. Mm. You ever snorted wasabi? Oh God, no. Right. Anyway, let's not play a game of tennis and stuff like this because we've we've done upside down drinking though, haven't we? We we introduced that to Greece and to the island of Rhodes. Yeah, that I sounds... got sambuca in my eye. That yes. hurt. It wasn't the worst thing that happened to her that night. But anyway, um, she looks in a file of facts. <laughs> that laugh, that that look should say it all. Should <laughs> really do. But anyway, um, by all means, write and get in touch. You know, leave a comment below. You know, find find out. We'll 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 tell you everything within reason. Um, no. Anyway, she looks in a file of facts, and he she says, "What about?" She's going through everything, and he says, "How about eight o'clock on on Friday night?" She goes, "Well, I don't know. That's when I rearrange my sock drawer." <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, that's yeah. what he says, yeah, which he says yeah. about eight o'clock. Anyway, cuts to Friday night, window goes up, guy going out there, beer in his hand, it's Friday night, puts the speaker in the, jams it in the, uh, oh, wonderful. Uh, cookouts, there's barbecues everywhere, there's there's bars, there's outside bars set up. I just thought, this looks great, I want to go here. Um, they're playing hockey in the hall, he knocks on the door. She's on the phone to her stuck-up boyfriend, Jason. We don't know he's stuck up at this point, but he's a yeah, the boyfriend. Um, and it's almost like, you know, he's there under false pretenses. You know, they go out um, and he said, you know, oh, this is a bit stuffy. We need to go out. You know, we need to go to the roof or something. Uh, we need to go get something to eat. Have you ever eaten food that's bad for you? And she's like, well, no. You know, why Why would I? She's perplexed by all of this. They go up to the roof um, and his roommate had, had basically said, how you chat up girls, which is, you know what? I've never, never said this to another girl. But he's floundering so badly that he ends up using his roommate's lines. It's a bit like that thing in, in Friends where they start recounting the story 
about going on holiday and Jerry goes, that's my story. <laughs> Rachel starts using it on on Ross and us. Oh, it's, it's, it's good. But she sees through this. She sees that he's just, you know, just trying to do this chatter up. Um, I love that line and it is in the trailer where he falls, she, she pushes into the ground she falls down and goes, did that hurt? He goes, no. But she lights up and gives him a bright old kicking. <laughs> I just thought, I love that. That's brilliant. So, we've got this we've got this situation now where he apologises the next day and we start to get this little wry smile from her as in like yeah well you know all right okay it's not all bad she's not shutting him down but it's it's kind of like the start of something did you think that did you yeah slowly i think she was thawing thawing slowly absolutely mm. but lance calls obviously so we get to the point of the whole film i'm talking to your cordless buddy Oh, brilliant. So he's got to get there by the 22nd of December um, in order to meet, and I shall move out of the way, Nicolette Sheridan, the sure thing, um, who is basically on a promise, as they said in the trailer, no strings attached, um, you know, nothing else involved, it's just purely sex. Uh, just get yourself here. He tumbles out. He's looking, he's looking for it. He goes to the bulletin board. He finds somebody that's going, car share that's giving him a ride, and the car turns up. Who's who's in the car, sweetheart? It's Tim Robbins and his girlfriend. And? And Alison. And Alison. So they're, they're, all, they're all there. Um, Tim Robbins, Gary Cooper, but not Gary Cooper that's dead. I know, it's still good. But... His thing is that they sing show tunes on the way, and he's got to get from one coast to the other. Um, and it's like, button up your overcoat. And, and, and it's just, I love the two of them. It's brilliant. They turn up at a motel. Uh, Tim Robbins and his, and, his, and his girlfriend are sharing a twin. But meanwhile, the double that's in there, John Cusack gets in, and she's like, what the hell do you think you're doing? And he's going... I'm not sleeping on the floor, but I'm fine. Anyway, they're arguing and Tim Robbins is getting more and more upset because they didn't sing show tunes in the car. They're, they're, they're arguing here. It's all getting a bit too... It's all getting a bit too uh, too much. Um, and then, so we cut to the next day. It continues. Tim Robbins is still a bit miffed about it all. It's getting all to a head. John Cusack brings out a Twinkie, <laughs> which... Again, for our people that don't live in America, it's just a sugary cake thing. It's just awful. And he just puts it in his mouth and it's just it's just going, ugh. It's just like that's just horrible for you. Takes out the can, puts the puts the pen into the bottom of the can, and then puts it up, clicks up to his mouth, and pulls the drink. And the idea is that the gravity just forces all the drink out as, as quick as possible. And that's the idea. And she's like, What are you doing? Meanwhile, in the front, you've got the simmering thing with Tim Robbins. Oh, make it stop, make it stop. But meanwhile, they're arguing in the back. Um, guy drives past. What's the? Uh, you can take the next bit. What happens in the next bit? I was a guy in a, in a truck. Um, I don't think he's the driver. It'd be quite no. hard to do if he was the driver. It would he's be the hard passenger. To do, yeah. um, drives out. He's pulling a Mooney. He's got quite a hairy bottom. It's probably not the nicest bottom to be seen in the movie. 
but he's pulling a Mooney and um, like everyone in the car apart from uh, Gib thinks it's awful. Yeah. Uh, but Gib's, Gib's going, like cheering him on, going, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that. And like him and like Ali, they then start having a go at each other and she's saying, oh, it's like, it's not funny at all. And then he's like, talking about spontaneity and like just yeah. having the moment and she was like and then it gets the riled to the point repressed. where she's like you want spontaneity I'll give you spontaneity and then literally completely unlike <laughs> her takes the top off and then gets her boobs out yeah out the side of the car come to mama boys and then they get pulled over by the cops they're pulled over by the cops and I love Jim Cusack's line when he's going to repressed repressed <laughs> right, so she feels that she has to do it. Do you know what? I I always remember that people remembered that scene. Come to mama, boys. Right, but when she gets back into the car, she feels it looks like she's crying and she looks like she's ashamed of what she she's just done. Be. Yeah, no, but it's almost like the spontaneity has completely knocked her out because she wasn't she wasn't like used to it or get getting to it. She probably but, wasn't. It's not very no. often you get your tip. Oh, your, your boobs out, oh. is it? Nearly, nearly, nearly. We might have to hit that button on when we go to YouTube. Does this contain swearing? No, we discuss birds. Birds. Tweety birds. birds. Tweety birds. Yeah, she nearly gets a boobage out. It's not an everyday occurrence, really, is it? And the cops go speeding, um, driving without a taillight. John Cusack sticks his head out, driving with a a load properly not not properly tied down. (laughs) Unsecured, so, I think. You laugh at these one-liners. <laughs> back to school did nothing for you. No. Right, but you laugh at these one-liners. There's hope. There's hope for this season. There really is. That's fine. Oh, so that so then Tim Robbins has had enough, and he's just literally boots their suitcases out the out the back of the car. Yeah. Tells his girlfriend to lock the door. She's screeching, being the all door. over the top. <laughs> <laughs> and then. <laughs> he gets on the bonnet and starts singing, doesn't he, John Cusack? To try I've got and get the, feelings. Get the more than feelings. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it's a bit late now. A bit late now. So, so yeah, they're left at the side of the road. And then they have the to the road. Out, don't they? Yeah, and then they, they, they have to find uh, a ride. Um, and again, we, we come up to another, um, another scene where John Cusack... I mean, the more you think about it, the more John Cusack... The more that when you watch John Cusack's films, this is really a very early contender for one of his best films. Because what happens next is she gets picked up by somebody in a truck. And he goes, I wouldn't take that ride if I were you. Yeah. And the ride's not for him. It's just for her. And she goes, no, 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 I definitely wouldn't take it. She goes, well, you're not me. You know, oh, no, 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 fine. I'm going in. She gets in there. It's just a sleaze bag, isn't it? Oh, he's I mean, horrid. Oh, takes his, his wedding ring off. Oh, as soon as she gets in, he takes the wedding that. ring off. Takes his wedding ring off when he's just like getting her in the in the front seat. Gets all lo- gets all lonely on the road. You know, you don't see many people and all this sort of thing. And like she's talking about a boyfriend, he goes, and then he goes, "You sure are pretty." And you're like, and then he pulls the car over, and she goes, "What are you doing?" And he goes, "Well, you know, basically, he tries to rape her." Mm. Um, and it it's it's visceral in the sense that it's a really uncomfortable moment in a comedy film. Uh, it's a really uncomfortable moment any at any point, but somehow it does some funny. 
until you realise what the payoff is, is while she's trying to get away from him, John Cusack has jumped into the back of the truck, sticks his head up at that, about the back, and, next, and you think, what's he going to do? Is he going to drag this guy out? Is he going to, you know, beat the, the heck out of him? What's going to happen here? No, John Cusack does a John Cusack bit, comes in and goes, huh, that's great. I've been waiting there for ages. And starts playing this crazy person, which is like... Yeah, it's genius. It is genius. And then he goes, you know, like, um, when he, at the end, he's like, do you know what? I think I don't want your ride anymore. And I think I'll take your wife too. <laughs> you know, and ends up saving her. And I think when she sees that, I think that's the turning point in the film for me. Mm. Because what you get from there is she goes to buy, she goes to say, right, I'll do the rest of it by coach. Um, I'll buy a ticket to coach, costs $89. He's only got 19 or something like that. A guy in this really scary bus $18.77. Oh, very good. Thank you. Um, he, he says, well, I can't go because I can't afford it. And she goes, you know what, well, I can lend you a bit of money and stuff like this. Anyway, he doesn't know how he's going to get there. He's resigned to it. He sees the coach leave. Next thing you know, she didn't get on the coach. And she goes, and it's almost like she can't leave him. And she also wants to know a bit more about living. I think yeah. she wants to understand what it is. The next scene, they're in the hotel room where he's wrapped a towel around her and he's teaching her how to shotgun. So he's <laughs> doing that and how to do it. She takes one mouthful. It all goes straight into the, into oh, the God. time. It goes everywhere. That, that's for real, isn't it? That is for real, yes. That is for real. And he's, he's just covered in beer, his tracksuit bottom. So in beer. But he thinks that they're getting closer and he thinks there's something happening here. And I guess he's not prepared for it because all he's thinking about is sex, sure with, sex with her. Um, so that's all he's thinking about. But he goes he goes in, he goes to get ready, he goes to get ready, and he thinks he's she's talking to him. And he goes out and she can hear it talking to a boy. She's checking in with a boyfriend. Yeah. And basically going, oh, yeah, no, I've got all this space and no one to share it with. And basically... And what is she telling her boyfriend? With what? She obviously hasn't told him she's travelling with Gib. No. Yeah, in fact, where, where, where would she say mm. she is? She probably still says that I'm with Tim Robbins in the car and, you know, that I'm just getting mm. the Or something like that. So... The weird thing was is is John Cusack gets a bit of a monk on. Um, sorry, the listeners outside of Leamington. Um, he he gets a, a real um, he gets cop moody on. about it. Yeah, cop on gets moody, gets the right top on on his Swede. Um, but yeah, so he ends up going out, going to a bar. Can I see some ID? Thank you, Doctor. Thank you, Doctor <laughs> Robinson. You know. <laughs> It's like brilliant, but then he gets drunk with these two two strangers, and they start singing. And it's that scene seems out of place. Well, <laughs> no, say that yeah, but it isn't though, is it? Because it's he's having life experiences. Hmm. He's like not bothered about it. He's like, yeah, I'm just here to drink whiskey and 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 beer. But how's and, he buying drinks for everyone? Because he, he just keeps buying drinks for everyone. I don't know how he found the money, unless it's an incredibly cheap bar. I think she gave him that fifty dollars 
in the bus stop, bus station. Do you think she, he's spending that then? Yeah, I think I think she is. Yeah, I think he is. Yeah. Uh, um, but they end up singing. What did they sing at the end? Um, it was a Christmas song. Oh, it was. Uh, oh, I can't remember the song. I should remember it. It's Tony's Cocktail Lounge. Anyway, I remember that. <laughs> Doesn't sound like the sort of place you go to just drink whiskey. But anyway, Cocktail Lounge is there. Um. He gets back, he gets back, she's waited up for him. Um, he gets in, he's got beer cans around him, he smashes a beer can on his on his head and then collapses into bed. And she wraps him up in the quilt and she sleeps on the floor because she's she's looking after him. And I thought that was that was really sweet. Because maybe she realised that he'd overheard, or maybe realised that, you know. And again, it's something happening. And I think this is one of the genius bits of the film is that you've got this really, you've got this funny film, you've got this teen teen road movie film in there, but mm. you've got this really nice simmering bit, which I don't think is there in when, in when Harry met Sally. I just don't think it's there. I think this is the film out of the two because there's something there's something happening. But nobody's compromising anything. She just she doesn't have a revelation. Go, oh, I didn't see it. I didn't see you. You're in front of my eyes. You're the best thing that's ever happened. It's not. It's slight changes that are happening. Mm. I just think it's. I just think it's wonderful. Anyway, we cut to him rushing her out the next day. So he's got a remarkably clear head for somebody who's passed out. But quick, quick, quick! We've got to go. We've got to go because we've got to lift. Oh, she keeps um, checking the bathroom and the and the drawers and underneath the, the drawer. She doesn't take the bed because that's where she leaves the final facts and the money. But she gets a lift. They get a lift from an old lady. And I think I've already spoiled her. I actually told you this last night, didn't I? You did. But that's Mrs. Talwood from Chances Ask. Um, and she plays a lovely role in this because she's just talking to them like they're a couple. And it's lovely. And they talk about hypothetical. If they got together, if they had kids. Well, she pretends she's pregnant because they've stuffed oh, uh, the stars right. of Sorry, the jumper yeah, yeah. in order to get the lift. So she says, well, what are you, you going to call them? And because it's fake, they've never had the conversation. <laughs> she goes, oh, well, obviously, you know, if it's a boy, it's Elliot. She goes, Elliot? Elliot? You don't want to call him Elliot. So you want to call him Nick? You know, Nick's your, Nick's your friend, Nick's your buddy. Nick's the guy you're drinking beer with. Nick. That's, Nick is you know, dependable. Nick is yeah. dependable. <laughs> I, I know some Nicks. They're not all dependable. No. <laughs> trust, trust me. It doesn't always work that way. But anyway, um, so yeah, so they get dropped. They get dropped off. Um, they have no money. They go in. They're supposed to eat every two hundred miles. She's got it all planned out in the final fact. He get, gets there. They walk in. How how could you lose your file of facts? You're so so good. This is the one thing that you plan everything in. How can you plan. lose it? What yeah. are we going to do now? We've got a plan. They start walking. It's dark. They think it can't get any worse. The rain comes down. They find this little hut. They walk in and think, "Oh, we're saved." There's no roof on the hut. He finds a caravan. He picks up a rock. He's trying to get into the trying to get into the lock. And she goes, "Oh, I have my dad's credit card. I have my dad's credit card." He goes, no, that works on a completely different type of lock. And she goes, <laughs> I have my dad's credit card. And he goes, you have your dad's credit card. And it dawns upon him. And she goes, oh, but it's only supposed to be used for emergencies. <laughs> and then he says... Rain cut down with him. Well, maybe one will come up. 
<laughs> oh, I love that bit. That's great. Oh, I thought that's great. Do you know what? I'm loving the fact that you love this film. I, I, I genuinely do, because I think when you get to things like Better Off Dead, it's not as sweet as this. But when you get to One Crazy Summer, it, it, I, I, I just love the fact... It's really funny, though, because I've never heard of this film until you'd mentioned it. Right. Like, why? Well, why had I never heard of it? Did it, it? It surely didn't go straight to DVD, did it? Or VHS, rather. Uh, it went to the cinema. Hmm. Yeah, it was on the cinema. I think it was big in the States. So when I talked to Joe and I said that we were doing this. But don't forget, this is our... Dun, 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 should have said it at the start. This is our listener, our first listener request. Listener 17. Is it 19 or 17? 17. 17. Listener 17. This is your this is your doing. And do you know what? You've done good things here because Yeah, thank you, you, Anthony. A proper film to watch. Thank you for picking a good film, Anthony, and I appreciate it. But also, Anthony, thank you for turning this season could have gone somewhere else. So thank you for temporarily saving it. It's a shame it wasn't the first film. I'm sure I'll muck it up. I'm not sure how she's going to feel about summer school for those people who've watched summer school. Look, it's part of it. Okay, it's fine. We just do it. Um, so they're out. They're eating. They're eating, having fine wines and fine food. She's having the fish. He's having the veal. You know, it's all very, it's all quite nice. Um, and, she, you know, they're like, they're like, you know, staying there. And, they look you know, like a proper couple. They look like a proper very couple. Very good conversation, like yeah. couple conversation. And she's saying, you know, he's talking to, you know, she says, oh, you don't have to, you know, he, he grabs, he automatically goes to grab his stuff to sleep on the floor. And she goes, oh, you don't have to sleep on the floor. Uh, and then he starts talking to her about Jason and he said, look, is he good for you? Is he, does he, you know, is he, is he excitable for you? Um, and she starts, I think she starts to realise that Jason isn't the right person for her. She's like, going, look, we're both going to be lawyers. I'm going to have his kids. We're going to have the white picket fence and the apple pie and all of that sort of stuff. And she has to really and, stop to think the, about... The, the sort of uh, farmhouse cabin or yeah. something, because yeah, they're both absolutely. like nature. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh, it's all a bit weird. Anyway, cuts to him. He's been having dreams. The one thing that we should be mentioning, he's occasionally when he's sleeping, he has dreams about him with with the sure thing. This one uh, cuts to the villa that they're in, you know, that he dreams about. Walks up, goes into the shower, opens it up, and it's and it's her. It's Alison. Alison, yeah. So she looks really pretty in that. Yeah, really pretty. Yeah. Um, anyway, they managed to get a lift. Uh, uh, it's always amazed me, right, right, how some actresses can look really pretty when they're in the shower. Yeah, it's that whole kind of look of. You got other examples? No, not really. But sometimes in films, you know, they do shower scenes and whatever. Um, and and the women one. in there, and the women in there look absolutely stunning. Uh, and you think, oh, it can't can't be makeup because they're in the water. And I know you can get waterproof makeup, but they look like really natural. Okay, yeah. when I get in the shower and I and I'm in the shower, I look blooming awful in the shower. You it's like, sweetheart. oh, don't be silly. It's like what? I've washed what? my makeup off. I've got bedraggled hair. I might have a little bit of mascara running down because it hasn't come off properly. <laughs> but you've got wet hair, sweetheart, you know? How many ladies look lovely in the shower? I just don't, oh. don't get it. 
Thank you. Well, I, I think you look lovely in the shower, and I would always say, I've got an example for you. Um, Elf, uh, Zuri Deschanel, who plays his love yeah. interest, when she's singing in the shower. Yeah. And then he opens the door. She looks, yeah. yeah. And she looks better, I think, than she does when she's not in the shower. Yeah. Why is yeah. that? I don't know. Well, we've got an example here. Sorry, we've got... Uh, we got we did get diverted really at the end anyway. I thought so, it was important to talk. About. It is important. Well, it's important to talk about actresses that look different in the shower. It's not something I had written down, <laughs> but you know what? It does. It's maybe one of the things. Must try harder. Um, he, he managed to get a lift. Uh, he's travelling in a lorry, and they're going to LA. The lorry stops and goes. Where are you going to? They go LA. We're in luck. That's where I'm going. <laughs> She's asleep in his bunk bed in the in the back of the, the, bar, the, cabin. the yeah. cabin. He's talking, and then he said, oh, well, how come you've got to get to LA? And he's just talking to him. Um, and he starts talking about a sure thing. Um, she takes umbrage because this is the first time that she's heard that this mm. is why he's going to LA. It's never really come up no. uh, of what's happened. Um, and he goes, a sure thing? No strings attached? You know, starts repeating it all. He goes... You pay the parking tickets, I'll get you there. <laughs> right? And just puts his foot down on this thing in order to get in there on time. Um, so then you then they go the separate ways. She's she's got a, a massive problem. She because she's not she's not speaking to him about this. But then he goes, Why? And then she went, Oh, sure thing, no strings attached. Yeah, I heard it all. And he's like gutted that she, that this has now happened. It's gutted that she feels this way about it, right? And he's not happy about it. You know, we would think he'd be running to this party to, to you know, in order to, to get there. Um, she goes off to see Jason. He goes off to. But the this party. Is it. I, we had a discussion about this, didn't we, when we mm. saw the film? And I said, why is she getting all uppity? She's no right to be all uppity with him. They're not in a relationship. She's in a relationship with somebody else. Why is she getting all cross with him? Well, and I, and I, that really annoyed me. Yeah. But she's got no right to, to act that way. Let me ask you a question I was going to leave towards the end, but it's probably worth telling now. Can you make this film now? Could you make it now? Yeah. What, a girl basically clueless... Is offering herself up for sex, and the guy is just just going traveling halfway the country just to have sex with her. Mm. Yeah, the answer is no. I'll, I'll fast forward it. There's no way that this film will get made today. Do you think? How are you? You are demeaning women. The disgusting scenes of her oiling herself up, especially when it's half six at night and she shouldn't be, you know. And there's no need. And there's no need. But you would not be able to make this film today. She's getting uppity for the very reason that you can't watch, you can't do this because she thinks it's she fit, she has feelings for him. Obviously, she has because she's had this experience with him. But she's getting jealous, and she's going, "I can't see the, I can't see why." Are you that shallow that I thought I knew you, and now I thought with this revelation, you're just coming over for a bit of no strings attached sex? That's why she gets uppity. Yeah, but I can understand the reason, but she's no right to act that way right. to him okay. because they're not in a relationship. Yeah. If she just come out and said, actually, I've got feelings for you and 
you know, I'm, I was completely honest, but then the film wouldn't have worked, would it? Mm. Yeah. So I guess it's all just because it's plot line and, and for the film, et cetera. But yeah, I just think, you know, in real life, she should have got a dressing down for acting yeah. the way she would have done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, we meet Jason. Jason's a riot. So he's the most boring man in the world. With very little I this little tea collection. I cleaned this drawer out for you and I bought these... I've got some space in the wardrobe and I bought those hangers you like. <laughs> I'm like, this is great. Oh, at he least he's got attention tea, to detail. Tea, eh? what is it, an Earl Grey time? Is it a Lapsang Souchong time? It's time? certainly not an English breakfast, though. not an English breakfast tea time. concentrating. So she turns around and, goes, and she goes, have you got a beer? <laughs> <laughs> Cuts to the party, in the party scene. Gets there, Anthony Edwards does his. Private Gibson incoming, chucks him a beer again, and basically said, oh, this, this is going to be great. It's fantastic. At this point, you realise <clears throat> his mind's not on get, doing this. His mind is on the fact that he's upset Alison. That's what's going through his mind. Um, because he's, he's nervous about meeting her. He's nervous about being seen with her, I think, just in case Alison you know, does come to the party. Because it's a mm. party. So you see that and you see his nervousness. You cut back to Jason and, <laughs> and Alison and they're playing. <clears throat> what are they playing? Are they playing bridge or they're playing, they're playing some sort of card game where they, they're writing down the points. Isn't it something like gin rummy or something? Yeah, so, yeah, something like that. Anyway, no idea she, what that is. Just thought I'd put that out of thin air. <laughs> He's writing down the points with a the, with the pen. She grabs the pen, sticks it in the bottom of the can the shotgun for the can and there's an almighty burp at the end of it. Yeah. And she goes, oh, okay. And he, he doesn't know what to make of it. She runs to the window and goes, look, there's a party. Do you know what? Have you have you never done anything? Um, you know, have you never done Let's anything do impulsive? Let's do something impulsive. Let's do something impulsive. He says, well, I could give you 50 I could, points. <laughs> I, could spot you, I could spot you 50 points. That'd really make things interesting. <laughs> like, oh, Jason. Jason, wonderful. Oh, he's great. He yeah. is great. <laughs> anyway, cuts back to the party. You know, John Cusack's going, I'm 19. Maybe, you know, oh, I don't know. Maybe I'm too old for all of this. What? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, meets the sure thing. They're, they're, while they're talking, Alison walks in with Jason. They start this weird thing where they're on the dance floor and they're both trying to you know, not notice the other one, but not notice the other one. And, and he... Make the other one jealous. That's what yeah, he's trying to do. He said, well, let's go. You know, John Cusack goes, right, okay, well, let's let's get some, you know, drinks and we'll, we'll go upstairs and we'll, we'll do all of that. Um, the fact is, she's only having sex with him because Lance, Anthony Edwards, has said to her that he's a virgin and, by the way, he's also gay. Again. No, might, might be gay. Might be gay. Well, it might be gay. Um, but it's, it's not used... shouted out, doesn't it, once the music stopped? Yeah, but it's more and like the, the virgin... And you might be gay. <laughs> but it's, I think it's the virgin thing, because, when, you know, if you were remaking this now, you couldn't say the reason why he's doing that is because it was gay. I think the funny bit is because she said he said he's a virgin. And I yeah. think that's, that's the thing, even though the show's stopping. Anyway, 
goes up to Lance's room. Lance, like everybody else in the 80s who was in college or university or polytechnic or wherever, had a picture of the tennis player with her back to the back to the camera scratching her scratching her ass. It was just there. Well, I did. Um, anyway, so the thing is, it was because because of the whole the whole thing. I've got written down here, and I don't remember. It was kind of like she she questions whether or not she loves Jason. And then, weirdly, it cuts back to college. And you think, well, what's going on here? What's happened to them? Mm. Did, he, did he go through with it? And what happened to her and everything else? To get into the, into the same thing, the professor comes out and goes, well, I have something rather unusual um, to read out. So what, what happens next, sweetheart? Oh, she reads out the, um, the piece that uh, Gibbs written. And it's called The Sure Thing. Yeah. And it's literally a, a synopsis about the whole film. Um, cut down into a short sort of, um, uh, I don't know, short sort, sort of story sure, like piece. Thing, yeah, an yeah, essay. And um, it goes on to say about, you know, how this girl is lovely and it's a sure thing and he should be doing this. But... The fact is, he can't do it. And the guys are reacting to it when he's going, oh, I'm going to be there. And the guys go, yeah. yeah. At the end, when he doesn't do it, the shock is that he describes and says, he can't because his affections are somewhere else. He can't mm. because his mind is somewhere else. And all the guys in there are going, boo, and chucking paper at him and stuff like that, right? as in like loser. And she turns around and she's like, so you didn't, you didn't go through with it? And he's like, well, no. Uh, uh, and... Are you still with with um with Jason? With Jason. Yeah. Yeah. And then they could have done more with the ending because they next thing done. you know, it they, was they, a they, bit... come, they come together, camera changes to like a different scene, and they're, no, like, they're back on the roof, and then that's when oh, they kiss. That's right, the roof, yeah. And I thought, nah, that's that's and then, that's and then just being and then silly. Boom, the film the film just finishes. Yeah, and then it finishes, yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was a bit silly, really, how to end the film. I was a bit disappointed with that. Yeah. But all in all, I think now that we've talked about it, I've loved, talk, I've loved talking. It was, <laughs> it was different with the uphill, uphill mountain we had last time. Oh, God, I, yeah. I've really enjoyed it. And I apologise to the listeners for that, but that was hard, hard going in that film. Sorry. I thought we were going to watch it. I thought we were going to watch it again after this. <laughs> well, you're on your own there, mate. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, shall we do because we're running a little bit over because we've got so gross in it because it's, it's a good film anyway right. let's cut to trivia time shall we go yeah trivia time right. let's do let's do let me pick a few uh, the sure thing was Rob Ryan's second feature if you look on the wall in his room in Gibbs room you can see a poster for this is Spinal Tap which I did notice but I had to note down in trivia time that there's a Spinal Tap poster in there with the film that he did before this Ah, that's good right. like that um so nicolette sheridan didn't do an awful lot she just went through stuff you know when we do roll call i mean we didn't cover in roll call because mm. all she did was a film called beverly hills ninja starring chris farley and spy Heart, starring your favorite and mine leslie nielsen um which was like not very good at all um despite the fact that naked guns um are really good 
Um, so, yeah. Um, look out for a very young Steve Pink, she says. He spades football with John Cusack. Uh, he co-scripted co- Gross Point Blank um, and appears as a security guard and former classmate. I forgot to mention that he was in Gross Point Blank as well, which I thought is, is extremely good. Um, there's two taglines for this film. A romantic comedy from Rob Reiner was one of them. Easy enough. And a sure thing comes once in a lifetime, but the real thing lasts forever. Oh. See? So, um, Gina Davis is, is a, a very brief, uncredited appearance in the party scene. I need to go back and have a look at that because Gina Davis and Tim Robbins were a thing. Oh. Um, yeah. Uh, the rear bumper of the light blue Volvo station wagon, uh, which was on the road trip which was Tim Robbins, has a sticker on the back of it that says, I love E.T. That can't see, can't see many of the, the, the references there. But, um, yeah, there isn't much to, to do that I could find from trivia time. So I think it's... <clears throat> I think it's a good... It's a good, solid film that I, I would watch again now. Yeah, I'd watch it again. Because I said, I said to you that I'm, re, I'm re-watching Summer Rental with John Candy. I think I was like halfway through it when we were talking about back, when we were covering back to school. Mm. You would, you would, you would get on with that, and I, and I know where you are now with something like this. But I, I really do think that you're going to like some of the other ones that we put in here. Um, some of the other ones. Some of the other ones. I mean, we have got how 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 it is in there, but you know, I, I just think we're going to cover some, you know, some a, a, a non-comedy is going to be the next one. A non-comedy. Yeah. Right, okay. I don't know which one it's going to be. We, we haven't chosen. We've got a list. Uh, it could be Blue Thunder. It could be Mosquito Coast. Um, but you know, um, we, you know, we'll do something. We'll do something like that. But yeah, I've I've really enjoyed doing the show. I really enjoyed watching it with you. I enjoyed. You did have many guffaws in this one. Oh no! I'm sorry. There were still guffaws in there. There were plenty of chuckles. There were lots of chuckles. There were lots there was of no guffawing. Yeah, I think it's about... Guffawing is like a really loud laugh that goes on forever. No, that's, a, that's, a, be- that's a belly laugh. No, well, I don't do those. Okay, all right. Right, well, anyway. So, <clears throat> can we have some comments? This is what I was thinking to say, right? You can see when we get to our credits, how you can contact us. Um, so, you know... Stop in rusted junk, you'll find us in some way. It's, you know, we are in a search engine world, so you'll be able to find us somewhere. But give us some feedback, give us some things we get. We'd like, please. I always watch videos and I always go, I wonder why they do this. And I'm thinking, yeah, we're not trying to monetize, we're not trying to make any money out of this. We would just like a subscriber we can't because put the trailers in. I know because we, yeah, we found that out when we put the trailers in, we get a strike against us. And, and goes, any any theme tunes that have got anything else that's yeah. like copyright. So all the old all the old pre video stuff. I used to have for for long time listeners, people that have been with us since Iron Equal, know that I just put things in and I take a piece of music and 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 intersperse it. Splice quotes. Yeah. The first time I uploaded those, YouTube went no. Nope. Uh-uh. You, you can have them. You can leave them in there. But if you make any money, it has to go to Bill Conti or. Frank Stallone, all the other people that are there. This one, I thought, well, it's fine because we've had bespoke 
titles made for us, which I hope you like, by the way. I hope, you know, again, give us good feedback or give us bad feedback. Yes, rusted unk again. Rusted unk. Junk. It's all right. I get most most people go, why did you obscure that for most of the podcast? So, you know, <laughs> that's fine. I mean, I get that. But um, just go and watch it and, and just pause it. You know, do what every other kid in the 80s did. Um, so, yeah, in short, just get in, subscribe, get in contact. We'd, we'd love to hear from you. And, we'd, you know, we'd love to know that you, li- you like this. And if you're listening on audio, try video. See, see if you like it. Let's see if you, you know, if you don't like it, just go back to audio. But however you listen, we love the fact that you're listening. And we're so excited about doing this, doing this, um, doing this season. Well, I am anyway. <laughs> anyway, on that note, I think we've done the short thing and we've done really well with it. So, cool. Enjoyable. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to say um, to everyone, love you all listeners, watchers, listeners. Where can they find us? Oh, I've said all that. You're about to see in the... Well, yeah, because the the title's at the end. 